Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes. And before I get to today's guest, I want to talk a little bit about my weekend I had last week in Vegas for the Cheer Choice Awards. I got to meet so many cool people like Scott D. Henry, uh, a lot of the people that I've had on the podcast. You know, I do this podcast mostly remotely just because everybody's in a different location. So I got to finally meet a lot of the guests that I've had that you've all loved in person. You know, Rise Hendricks, Tanya Lee Davis, Jeremy and Carrie, so many. I mean, it was just an amazing time. Today's guest that I have on the show she goes by the name of Hazi, and she's another amazing person. Her videos are just so funny, and she just has a great time, and her lives are just fun and real, and I really enjoy that about her. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode with Hazi this week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking, where creators come to play. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking, find out what they have to say. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking, fascinating interview. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking, tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. Today I have a very special guest and now a friend of mine. She goes by the name of Hazi. Hazi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So where do you live? So I was born in Brooklyn, and I moved to the Cape, which is Massachusetts, about like, oh gosh, when I was seven. I lived here since. Oh, wow. I- I've never been there. I've never actually been to New York. but Really? I haven't, no. Oh my God, you have to go. I want to. My goal in life is to actually go to the New Year's Eve ball drop at some point in my life. I've never done that, but it seems chaotic. Really chaotic. Yeah. Ideally, I would love to be able to afford a hotel right next to it so you could just watch out the window instead of dealing with all the crowds. But I'm sure, especially New Year's Eve, that's probably way out of my price range. I'm not Jay-Z. Yeah, no, that's a lot of money. (laughs) No, no, no. So I've heard it's fun. I don't know. I've never done it, but um, I don't think I ever will. But you should go. You'll love it. There's a lot to yeah. do. Definitely have it on my bucket list for sure. So what do you do for a living? So um, before COVID, I was, I've always done reception work. So I was a receptionist in a hair salon for five years. And then before that, I was an admin at a, um, oh gosh, um, accounting office. That was really boring to me. I don't. Mm. <laughs> so and then after COVID hit, I started my own small business. I was cleaning, uh, cleaning houses because where I live in the summer, it's like a big tourist attraction, and you can make a lot of money here. So I did that through the two years of COVID, and then I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. So now I'm a receptionist slash assistant at a podiatrist's office, which I love. Oh, cool! I absolutely love it. Yeah, that's really cool. And what uh, was there something in specific that really made you? want to go into that field, I guess? Honestly, so my, my, I have three boys. So my middle child went to school with the owner of this podiatrist office. So okay. I had always reached out to her and I'm like, hey, do you need a receptionist? Like, that's what I do. Like, I've done that for so many, I like to talk. So I'm like, I'm a people person. 
so she's like, no, we don't. And then she called me like four months ago or texted me. She's like, hey, are you still looking for a receptionist job? Because we're hiring. Someone's leaving. And I'm like, absolutely. So I went in and I've been there for four months. And it's pretty easy if you've done reception work before, but I haven't done like the medical like bookings and all that stuff, but it's super easy. So once you've done that kind of line of work, it kind of just comes with it. It's just super easy. I like it. I love yeah. it. And I never thought I'd be doing it at a podiatrist office. Though. So, and honestly, I don't, everyone's like, do you like looking at feet? I don't look at them. <laughs> so, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I mainly deal with like, you know, booking and um, sending x-rays and stuff like that. So I like that part. Do you know how many likes on TikTok you would get if you just snuck in a bunch of feet pictures from patients? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, okay, I don't understand the fetish with feet. I don't either. At all. But I'm not going to lie, I do get questions all the time because I posted a foot TikTok. Like my foot, it was like something like, oh, the blow up or something. So I was showing my feet and everyone's like, oh my God, can you send me a picture of your feet? Do you? So I'm like, they're like, can you, you have beautiful feet. Can you send me pictures? I'm like, ew. <laughs> but people, it's like a thing and I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. And it's really crazy. I can't remember who I was talking to. Actually, I think it was a coworker of mine. And he said, as a joke, one of his buddies made an OnlyFans, but it's just, like he would just snap pictures of his feet just to see because you know this whole thing going on and he said he made like five grand in the first like couple weeks yes so i have like people are always asking me to start when i'm like no one i've got three kids and i just can't like they're older but they're like all you have to do is post your feet and i'm like is that a thing i've heard of so many people just posting a random picture of their feet and it like blows up I, like I said, I still don't understand it, but hey, whatever. I don't know. But I get, I mean, (laughs) I do it just for the likes. Is that your thing? (laughs) I mean, you could. You could just, you know, sneak in, look over the doctor and click real quick picture and then boom. That, I wouldn't be able to do that because that's like breaking like confidentiality and all that stuff. So, no. They're not pretty. Unless they can. Oh, I guess that's true. They're not. But people might be weird about that too. They might enjoy that even more. Ew. There's there's a lot of weird people in this world. <laughs> yeah. Well, these ones are very pretty. So whoever likes these feet are the ones that I've seen are a different kind of people then because <laughs> they're not pretty. Can you elaborate at all? Are you able to like tell us some of the, I guess, stories you have with feet? I'd rather not. Just because okay. it's work and it's, this is going to be out like I'd rather I'd rather just not if that's okay. Nope, I got you. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have some pretty pretty feet though. I have pretty feet. I will say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess now that we're on the topic of TikTok a little bit, can you describe to people who aren't following you what you do on your TikTok? Oh gosh. Um. I do a little bit of everything. It's not like geared towards one specific thing. I'm like, I have stuff with my kids. I have, I did post about like my divorce once and that kind of blew up, but I didn't want my TikTok to be geared towards that. And like, you know, cause people love a story. They love it. Yeah. You know, um, but 
I kind of geared away from that. And then, um, so I started TikTok two years ago when the pandemic started. Never heard of it before. We had just shut down. We were home. Kids have been, you know, school had been shut down. We, the world shut down. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. let me, let me download TikTok. So I downloaded it and made some like videos. They weren't the best. And I had my little guy, Isaiah, who is 12. He was 10 at the time and we made it. And I felt it was more like a bonding thing between me and him. So that's why I did it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, watch one of these days, I'm going to get a video and it's going to go viral. And my oldest son, that's 20. He was like, no, it's not. He's like, mom, he's like, nothing. You're not, you're not even going to get like up to like a thousand, two thousand. Well, like a year later, I ended up making a duet with somebody and it blew up and it, it like shot my shot with that person and it blew up and then I got a lot of followers. So, and then after that is just mainly with me, my little guy, I've made some with my older son and I look at it as, yes, I do put a lot of time and contact and con- like time into my content and I do like some inspirational stuff. I like a lot of dancing videos, which I can't really dance that much. Um, a big thirst trap person. <laughs> <laughs> my boys don't like that one. Um, so, but I do a little bit of everything. Um, and I, I do it also, I'm going to have those memories or my boys will have those memories, my little guy of us dancing forever. And that's what I love because it kind of brings us together. Mm-hmm. And I like, I love my kids are my everything. So they are my world. So I love that. And they're like, mom, you're so, you shouldn't be on TikTok. You're too old for TikTok. And I'm like, but think about it. One day when I'm gone, you're going to have all these wonderful memories. Like, oh my God, my mom was so crazy. She would do these silly little dances and post them on TikTok. Like, so I do a little bit of everything. It's not geared just towards yeah. one thing. Well, and that's funny. I was going to, that was my next question actually was how do your boys feel about their mom being on TikTok? Cause I know, I guess with my kids they they get like, they're like, Oh my God, dad, seriously. Like <laughs> you're embarrassing. And you know, and I think that's just naturally how kids, and I know if my mom was on TikTok, I mean, I guess at the age she is now, I would, I would kind of freak out. Really? <laughs> well, I, I I think I would enjoy it, but at the same time, I just, my mom has never been that outgoing. Oh, she okay. freezes up in front of the camera. So one, I know she would never be able to do it anyway, but if she did, I would just be so much in shock that <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Like, I can't even think about it at all. Like, I don't really see. I would love yeah. for my mom to do TikTok, but my mom has a personality like me. She's very happy, very chipper, always. She's a very people person, but she does not like social media. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go to like take pictures or video, she's like, oh, don't put that on social media. I'm not a social media person. But so we're completely opposite. I would love for her to make a dance video with me so we could post it. She'll never do it. Now, my oldest son didn't like it at first. And then once I started having him in the videos and I had him in a live, which I think that you might've missed where we had a bet and I like making bets on lives. Oh, when yeah. I go live. So make it like a family thing. Um, he was, so he started getting into it. And he noticed that people were like nice and commenting and like, including him like, Hey, what do you, Xavier, what do you do? That's my oldest son. He's 20. And like asking him questions, he came engaged. So he's a little bit more comfortable with it now. Um, my middle one hates it. 
<laughs> wants me to delete it, wants me to make it private. One, because a lot of his friends, a lot of my older kids, so I have a 20-year-old who's Xavier. I have Jaden, who's 17. They both have birthdays in June. And then I have Isaiah, who's 12. Isaiah loves it. Um, but once their friends get wind of it and they say something to them, they get very defensive. And then they come back to me. So I have to also be careful about what I post and who I have in my lives because my kids are affected by it as well. But my little yeah. one was like, I want you to delete it. I want you to put it on private. My friends are following you. I don't like it. Well, first <laughs> off, holy cow, you do not look like you can have a 20-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Oh, so thanks. that's great. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Can't ask a woman her age. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. No, <laughs> Did your mom ever teach you not to ask that question? Um, so, no, I really, um, I'm 40. So I'm going to be 41 next Thursday, March 31st. Okay. Well, happy early birthday. Thank you. I know everyone's always like, you look like you're 20. So when I go out with my kids, everybody thinks that we're brothers and sisters. My boys hate that. Wow. Don't like it. And I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. So, that, no, that's amazing. I definitely look my age. I, I, I'm, we're almost the same age. How, can I ask how old you are on your own podcast? Didn't your mother ever tell you not to ask a man? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, can't ask the no. same question. Yeah. You can't do that. I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll be 38 this year. Okay. All right. So have you liked your 30s so far? For the most part. Um, so I went through my divorce when I turned 30. Okay. And, and I wasn't looking forward to turning 30 in the first place. Okay. So it started out pretty, pretty rocky. Um, but as time has gone on, it's definitely gotten better. And I think I've just kind of accepted it because age is just a number and I still act like I'm 12. So <laughs> I'm the same way. But yeah, I mean, I think honestly, for me, the hard part is not being able to do some of the stuff I used to be able to do. Mm -hmm. Like... Uh, like we were talking earlier and how you said you were sore from working out the gym. Like now it's, it's, that's how it is for me. But like it lasts days, like before it would be like, you know, sore a little bit the first day, the second day after is always the worst, but it was still like, you know, when I was playing football, I was like, Oh, I still went out there and did whatever I needed to do. Now it's like, Oh, I don't even want to move. I don't want to get out of bed. And <laughs> You know, things like that. It's, it's pretty, I don't know. It's pretty rough. And yeah, I mean, I like my thirties. I just don't like that part of it, you know? Really? Okay. Yeah. So I feel that. So I got divorced. I got married when I was 21. Um, mm -hmm. Fell in love. He was my forever. I was never going to get remarried again. I'm sorry. You heard that. My notifications. Um, so I was never going to marry again. We were going to have kids. We had kids. Um, wanted a girl and um, it turned out to be very toxic, um, very toxic in so many levels um, where um, it just, it, it, it lasted, it, it lasted a long time. I'm surprised because I probably should have ended it many, many years before that. So we were married for 11 years. I was with him for a year prior to that. Um, but I stayed in it because for my boys, 
because whenever I did want to leave, like my boys would cry, my oldest one especially. And I didn't want to be the one to breaking a home. But right. I also was like, okay, do I leave? But then I, you know, my kids are going to be, you know, going through it too. Like I'm also hurting them by breaking up the family. But then do I stay and have them see that we're unhappy and them grow up to be, you know, damaged kids? So right. I was like, I'm going to stay until they're 18. And I finally just couldn't do it anymore. So I left him just before my 30th birthday and I did, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I left. I went to my mom's house. It was a very bad divorce. Um, so moved into my mom's house uh, with my kids and we lived in like a five by 10 room. We had bunk beds in there. It was very small, very small. Um, and the divorce took about a year. Um, but then after that, when my thirties, I hit my thirties, my thirties were the best years of my life ever, ever. So happy. (laughs) Like I started to find myself again. I was able to go working again because I was a stay-at-home mom. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to go out to have a job. I couldn't go to the bar and have a job. Um, I could only babysit. So I started to find myself. I had my own money. I had, like, I didn't have to answer to anybody. I I had, like, two jobs once I got divorced. I was working 17 to 18 hours, you know, on the weekend, working two jobs. I would leave one job and then go to the next. and then I was raising my kids on my own. So like my little guy, I've raised him on the majority on my own. And I see a huge difference with him as he's grown as a boy between my other two being grown up in a toxic family. Yeah. Now, how is your relationship with your ex-husband now and as well as your kids' relationship with him? Um, so it was always, there was a lot of um <laughs> we fought all the time mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was because there was still love there. Um, <clears throat> so like I have love for him. will always have love for him. He's the father of my children, you know, right. and he will always be their father. Um, but there was, we fought all the time. It was very toxic. Um, but I've never once said to my boys or badmouth their dad, like if they didn't want to go or they're like, we don't agree with them. Like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, this is still your father you still have to go. You may not like what his rules were. You may not like how he, you know, punished you or whatnot or yelled at you, but you still have to go. You can't just run back home. Like some kids will do. They'll play both parents. Mm -hmm. So, um, and another reason why I left him because he was an alcoholic. Um, So he just recently passed away. Um, Oh, yeah. July, thanks. uh, July 4th. Um, So it's been going on, going to be actually nine months. So he was just shy of his 43rd birthday. So he had, so he had another relationship that was, you know, they were good, um, but there was some trouble there too. And he had another little boy. So, and his name is Mason. And uh, so it's been pretty, a pretty rough, rough seven to actually eight months. Um, When that happened, I um, took a break from all social media, got off TikTok. I got off Facebook, got off Instagram, Snapchat, everything was like, Cause it like, even though we were, people were like, are you still grieving over your ex? Like that? Like why? I'm like, we spent, yeah, we were together for 12 years, but he's been in our lives for 20 years. Like my oldest son is 20. So people don't understand that, that, yeah, you may have had a very toxic relationship. You still had a past and you still had love for that person at one point. Yeah. 
Yeah, just because you don't, you're not in that relationship anymore. All this stuff you went through, you know, just the kids alone, that's yeah. a big enough event to where you're always going to have a certain place in your life for that person. I mean, you can't take any of that back and you don't want to take anything of like any of that back. And like you said earlier, your kids are your world. And yeah. if it weren't for him, your kids wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know so that I completely understand that. Yeah. And I know that if it, the tables were turned, he would be the same way that I am like 100% like, like would be sticking up for her if anybody was talking bad about me or whatnot. He would definitely, I just know for a fact he would. Um, so, but it was sad how it happened. Um, we tried to get him help. He didn't want the help. Um, and it was just years, years of, of drinking. He was only 42 and um, tried to get him the help and he didn't want it. So it's tough. Wow. If someone, someone needs to want the help and if they're, it doesn't matter how many people you have trying to help you. If that person doesn't want the help, they're never going to get the help. Right. Yeah. I've uh, battled that with my father as well. Um, he, we've tried to help him so many times and he just, he, he won't accept what he is. You know, he, yeah. he tries to play it off like, Oh no, that's not me. I don't, I could quit whenever I want, but in all reality, it's it's not true. No. And it's really sad because I watched my parents go through their divorce and I watched everything that happened to my dad afterwards because, I mean, my dad was really well off. He had everything lined up to where if, if it would have worked out the way he was planning it, he would have been retired and doing yeah. really well. But, you know, he just let alcohol really take over his life and he... Every, he lost everything, you know, and it, it's including his family because yeah. a lot of us, we can't even talk to him anymore because it, it turns into blaming my mother for so many things about their divorce. And the reason he lost everything is because of her. And I'm like, you know, it's mm -hmm. been 14, 15 years now, like leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's how my ex was. He was upset that I got the house. Like he had, um, he's very bitter you know, like was upset that, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm like, this house belongs to the children and where the children are going to be is where they should be. And, right. you know, they never can people, it's, it's a sickness. It really is like alcoholism is a, is a disease. And I never really understood it until the past couple of years. Like I knew he was an alcoholic. I've never seen anybody pass away from cirrhosis of the liver. It's the worst type of death you'd ever watch ever watch um i never want to mm -hmm. wish that upon anybody but if you can get the help do it because you don't understand everything that you're going through you're putting your family through you may not realize that but if you end up to that point it's a domino effect everyone else is going to grieve after that and they're going to hurt even more so you're hurting them your addiction is also kind of it's hurting your family it's hard it's right. hard for people to to get the help yep I watched my uncle pass away from it, and it, yeah, like you said, it's terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. I've been lucky enough to not have an addictive personality. Yeah, neither which, do I. Yeah, which coming from both my mom and my dad's side, I mean, my grandfather was an alcoholic, my uncles were alcoholics, you know, uh, my dad's an alcoholic, and I think because of everything I witnessed growing up, from my dad being physically abusive with my mother and me having to step in once I got older and bigger than him 
and having to take care of my mom. I think it just, you know, I still drink, Mm -hmm. but I, I know when to stop. Yeah. Like we all, we all have those, you know, those one nights where we're, you know, we're just glutting it all loose and we drink too much. But even when I do drink too much, it's, I've never been an angry drunk. I'm, 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 I'm pretty good. like relaxed. Yeah. I'm pretty relaxed and I'm, you know, I, I'm actually probably too nice. I end up spending way too much money, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but I just never been that way. And then I don't have to drink. Like I probably drink, gosh, I, once a month if I'm lucky. And that's only okay. because I go, you know, I won't drink alone. I usually drink when I get together with friends. So yeah. like, that that's the only time. You're so, not a closet drinker? Not at all. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of my friends, you know, they're like, oh, I'll have a beer with dinner. And I don't even do that. Like every, gosh, maybe like once a year, I'll be like, I feel like having a beer and I'll drink one beer by myself. But like, I always have to be around people. You're a social drinker. Drink. You're a social I'm drinker. I'm a very... Very yeah. social drinker. I'm yes. the same way. I will not. I don't know how people can just sit at home and be like, I'm just having a couple of beers. I, I can't do it, so I'm with you on that. And then once my ex, you know, passed away, I stopped drinking cold turkey. Like, I'm like you. I don't have an addictive personality. Never had a problem for anything. So I stopped drinking for like seven months. I didn't have a drink. And I had people coming up to me. And they're like, well, I ended up meeting some friends around Thanksgiving to up to a bar. And I'm like, you know, I'll drive you guys because I'm not drinking. So I had water and I had a, a friend that I went to school with. <clears throat> She's like, what are you drinking? I'm like, a water. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I stopped drinking, you know, after everything happened. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. She's like, how do you do it? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, how do you stop drinking? And I'm like, she's like, I have to like have a drink every night at home. My kids are driving me crazy. And I'm like, you just don't do it. Like, I don't know. I don't have a problem. Like, I, I don't know. It was fine for me. Um, but I, I, I've had like a white claw here and there, but I don't go out anymore. Um, I feel like I have too much responsibility now. And if anything were to happen to me, my kids would be devastated because I'm all they have mm-hmm. left. So right. like for me to take that, it, I don't know, my whole like perception on a bunch of things have changed. But um, I'm also saving money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, that is and, very true. And when you recover from a hangover, it's not like you were when you were like in your 20s. Because it takes me literally a week to get back to normal. Yes. Gosh. <laughs> I, I used to be able to drink all night when I was, you know, from, I mean, hanging out with high school friends, like 18 to 25. And it was, yeah. I never had a hangover. Wake up and not do it once. again. Yeah, literally like two hours of sleep. And I was like, all right, what are we doing today? Like, (laughs) just insane. But yeah, I'm with you. I I just, but I will tell you, when we're all in Vegas next month, that might, (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm there to have some fun. I'm so excited that I'm going to Vegas. Like, I'm so stoked. I did not think it was going to happen at all because the tickets were like very high. They were like Mm -hmm. 700. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Everyone's like, oh, go battle and live. Go go live a lot. I'm not one to sit there and ask for people to give me money. Like, I don't like that. Right. Like, I feel, 
I mean, there's like people on their gifting, I guess they want to, but you never know their situation. Like I would feel guilty. Like what if it's that person's like lost $20 and they really like you and they want to like gift you. Like I don't, there's other ways. Just say hi to me, communicate with me. Like we'll become friends on here or message me, whatever. Um, so I can't wait cause I'm super excited to meet or see everybody that I saw last year in Vegas. And this is be this will be my first time. Oh, you're so. going to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for sure. So, but I don't get into yeah. Vegas. Uh, I go, I'm going from the 7th until the, I leave the 10th. So I'm leaving late on Thursday. So I don't get there till like 1030, which is fine because nothing ever shuts down. You know, in Vegas, it's always going, um, which is fine with me. And then I leave late on Sunday and then arrive around like 930 on Monday morning. Hmm. So, um, and I'm staying with a couple of friends. You're going to love it. You're going to meet so many people there that you're just going to want to go again every time. Like I get along better with the people that I've met on that app and they actually, it seems like they care about you a little bit more than people that actually live in my own town. Like people in my own town know what I went through and know everything. They reached out when it first happened. But after that, nobody says like, Hey, what's going on? Let's go out for dinner. Let's do this where you have, I have so many people that I've met all over that, like, I'm just checking in on you. hope you're okay. Like, if I didn't think TikTok would have turned into what it was for me when I started it two years ago. When I finally downloaded the app, it was also 2020. And I think that's pretty much when almost everybody downloaded it. (laughs) Yeah. Once I realized it was more than just dancing videos, Cause I wasn't going to get on there and dance. Like, I'm, that's not me. <laughs> so once I found out it was more than that, I fell in love with it. And honestly, it was such a, a positive decision, honestly, because not only I got to do some fun videos, but this podcast came out of it. Yeah. You know? This idea for this podcast. And I get to meet so many cool people that I, I watch day in and day out on this app and uh, having conversations like you and I are having right now. It's just so fun. Like, yeah. I enjoy it so much. Yeah. I, just the people that I've met become really close friends. And I, I, I love it. And everyone here is like, you're into TikTok. You're, you're still doing that. I'm like, yeah. Why aren't you doing it? Like, you should be doing it. It is so much fun. Like, I don't know all the dan- dances, but I like to dance. And But there is one, this one person that reached out to me because I got bananaed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> last, a couple weekends ago. Um, someone I think legit like spammed my account. So I went to bed Saturday night. Did I tell you what, how it went down? Yeah. You were kind of explaining it to me, but yeah. you can explain to the listeners too. So I don't have any violations nor have I ever had a band live, no nudity or anything. I do thirst traps. So mm-hmm. I'm not like showing the majority of my body, like some of these other ladies on there. Um, so I went, I posted a video because it was a live. Oh, me and Isaiah, we were, I was making pizza on my live and I was just throwing mm-hmm. it up and then it turned into a bet and we were throwing pepperoni pieces in our, like up in the air, whoever caught it. I'm like, all right, whoever catches it has to do something. And I'm like, all right, well, which one is it? What should we do? And then a fo- one of my friends that was in, in the comments was like, all right, if you get it in, you, if, if you get it in, or if he misses or you get, no, you get it in, you get to throw an, um, smash an egg over his head. And I'm like, oh all right, I can do this. I was like, all right. So, and then he's like, if I get it in Isaiah, he's like, I get to play Oculus. So I don't allow him to have any electronics during the week 
<clears throat> because of school. I wanted to focus strictly on school and his attitude changes with electronics as all kids are. It's mm -hmm. like a, it's like a drug for them. So I was like, all right, that's cool. All right. So I'll let you play for a little bit. So we did it. We both got it in. I got So one, I could, so I was able to smash an egg over his head and he got to play Oculus. Now I smashed the egg over his, his head and then he wasn't supposed to do this and he smashed an egg over my head. So I was like, what? So I video recorded all of this because your lives are recorded. My son, my yeah. oldest son had come home and he's like, he's like, what are you guys doing? Are you really going to do that? That egg smashing thing? I said, yeah. I said, let's make a bet with you. He goes, all right, if you can get 20K likes in your live, he goes, you can smash an egg over my head. And I said, are you serious? I said, don't mess with me, my followers, my friends. We'll get you, we'll get me up there. He was like, no, you won't. And I was like, all right. I was like, guys, it's game. Let's go start tapping your screen. And I got to 22K and he couldn't believe it. I came home and I smashed an egg over his head. So those, those were fun. <laughs> Um, so, and that's another reason why I love TikTok and live because it engages the other, my other boys and it made us have fun. So anyway, so I recorded the live, I downloaded it and like cut it down and I posted it. When I went to bed at nine o'clock, everything was fine. I woke up in the morning and it was like your, I got the notification. It was like, your account has been permanently banned. And I was like, oh, my heart dropped. Like, oh my gosh. I was like, all the videos that I've made are gone. What did I do? I don't have any violations of content. I'm like, I have 55K. Like, I just hit 55K. Very small. I know. It's very small. But I, like, I met uh, so many. very small at all. <laughs> well, compared to, you have, like, 100 and something, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I, that's still a lot of people. I mean, yeah, you think about it. Is. So like I'm, your followers can fill up a whole NFL stadium. Think about that. I know that actually that's right. I think about that. So yeah. So I was like, Oh my God, like all these wonderful people, like I don't know their actual names. Like how do I find them? Like I'm freaking out. So I, I messaged everybody. So to some creators who have gotten it to happen to them before. And they're like, you literally have to email and, and blow up TikTok in order. They will get back to you, but you have to, blow them up to the point where it becomes on their alert, like, like, and have all your friend creators email them a link. So that's what I did. So I messaged a bunch of big creators that are my friends and they put in tickets for me. And um, I did get a response and it was like, I'm sorry, we reviewed your, it was just like, thank you for your request. We've gone over your account, but at this time your account is going to remain permanently banned due to sexual and um, nudity content, whatever. I was like, what? I'm like, that's BS. So I got pissed. <clears throat> Excuse my language. So I was no. like, all right. So I wrote them a huge email and was like, I would like basically like for you to show me proof that I'm showing nudity and any sexual content. Like send me the videos that I'm showing a lot of skin and it's sexual content. And two, I was like, I've made money off that app. And I've put money from my own account into the app to gift people. I said, you're basically stealing that money from me. Like that is my money. I made that. I should be able to get that. Now I'm not entitled to that. And, yeah. you know, and I'm like, and not only that, all these videos and luckily I download everything. Do you download everything? Oh yeah. 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 So I, I mean, I had it, but I put it in there and I made this long letter as to like, you, you have to show me proof. You can't just ban it with no reason because I've had so many people spamming my account and they don't even send you warnings. So after that email, 
it, within a couple of hours, it was back up. Because they never actually had real proof. They were just going based off of whoever turned you in for that violation. Yep. So, yep. yeah, that's crazy. I, I've seen your videos. There is nothing like, there's no nudity or sexual content that would. And nope. you look at all these other videos and they're. There are people on there with millions of followers, so you know everybody's seeing it, and it's they're they're basically naked. Naked. They have like it's like Like, dental floss that they're wearing on there, and that is like that is not okay. Like that's something that I was talking about this with another friend that TikTok I feel needs to change. They need to in order if you're going to report like a video, you they have to have a checklist. Like, does it meet this criteria? Does it meet A, B, C, and D criteria before you actually take it down? or you ban their account. And then that's kind of like, okay, you know what, we reviewed these guidelines, you know, A, B, C, and D, and you did violate it. So we are gonna, and they should tell you. Yeah. Instead of just cold turkey being like some Joe Schmo coming to your page and hitting those three lines and reporting your page for no reason. Right. And making up some story. Yeah, I've only reported one one live. And that's only Mm -hmm. because I know my kids watch TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I literally went in there and this girl is, it's full on, like, some guys behind her doing her. Were you in live. that one? You were in that one? Uh, I don't I don't know if it's the same one, but I'm assuming. Oh, there's been another and, one? Because my girlfriend well, I, sent me the live, and I'm like, I'm not, she sends me these things all the time, so I didn't even, you know, pay any mind to it. But then she yeah. put it in the group chat, and then the next day, there were everybody was talking about it. Like this person was having sex in on a live. Yeah, yeah. And how, are they banned? I don't know. I didn't. I don't even know their name. I I wasn't following them or anything. I, and you can't see the guy. You just saw the girl, and like you can hear it, and you can like see her facial expressions. And there was like five thousand people in this live, and everybody's just commenting, "Oh, he must not be that big." Oh, da, da, da. and I'm just like. <sighs> This is insane. So I was like, report. And then literally right after I reported it, it, it got blocked. Yeah. But so I don't, I, I'm hoping they got banned, but I just can't believe like, yeah, who would do that? Yeah. I mean, one, there's so many kids on there Two, There's people that actually use this app for good and like to help people and to raise money. And they are the ones that are going through the hard time. They're the ones that are getting banned for what for making it a better place for trying to like you know be positive for people where like you it's so backwards like the people that are always the bad and do the bad they get everything handed to them but when you do things by you know the right way you always get the shit out of the stick exactly it's crazy yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think you should have been banned, and I'm glad that you got your, your account back, and, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen again, but, yeah, it's crazy. I'm hoping. But do you have, I was just going to say, do you have goals that you want to achieve with social media, or are you just kind of doing it just to, you know, pass the time? It's just something fun, fun for you. It's just fun, and I'm just winging it, honestly. Like, I mean, I like the fact that my content makes, you know, people happy. And I, at one point, like, I love to help others. And if there's a woman out there that has been in like a domestic violent relationship and they need help, like, I totally want to be an inspiration there and let her know that, you know, she's not alone. So I actually, when I was banana, when I was banned, I keep going to banana. Like I'm going to get banned (laughs) on here. (laughs) So like I got banned 
Oh, wait, did I tell you that she messaged me? I think, was it you? It might have been you. Well, I don't know. So I, she messaged me. She's like, I miss you. She's like, I'm going through a divorce right now. And like all your oh, content. Yeah. yeah. Like she was like, that. that is why I do it. I mean, I've had several ladies reach out to me and they're like, you're such an inspiration. Like you're a great mother. I see you with your boys. Like, um, like, thank you so much. You put a smile on my face and that's why I do it. When I hear those things, it, it makes me feel good because I don't know, it just makes me feel good that I'm helping somebody else. Um, and that's yeah. why, but I'm just really, if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. If it doesn't, it doesn't, I'm okay with it. I just do it because, and I like meeting new people like you. I met yeah. you. I love meeting new people, especially people who I don't know their stories and they can come out, come on here and just spill it. And, and it's so, it's so much fun for me because I like getting to know people for who they are and not just what I see on social media, you know, like there's such a difference and everybody, everybody has, whether they want to say it or not, they have a different personality when they're on camera. Oh, behind closed and, doors. And, it is. Like you'll, mm -hmm. you'll see 100%. that, in, you'll see that in Vegas. Like you'll see some people that are who they are when they're on live. And then you'll get to notice the ones that are the different, like, like they think they're bigger than everybody. Like there are some people right. like they think that they're famous when you're like, wait a minute, the, one, this is just TikTok. Two, it's not like you're like, you know, um, Kevin Hart or something like that, where you're like famous all over the place. Like it's just. Right. Like, but they act like it and you'll, you'll see that too. Um, but with me, what you see is what you get in person. <laughs> well, and that's what, that's why I enjoy your lives because most of the time you're just doing your normal stuff. You're just doing it on live. Like you're cooking breakfast for your boys and, yeah. you know, or cooking dinner or whatever. And you guys are just having normal conversations and you'll jump in and see what people are writing and commenting. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing like fake about it you know what i mean it's not like you're not pretending to make breakfast you're no. not pretending to make you know what i mean i'm not pretending but a lot to, of people i'm not pretending to burn things either when i burn them right were you, <laughs> were you in there i did see that yes <laughs> it was, was like a grilled cheese i burned and then it was cookies i completely forgot that's the thing i get so engaged in the comments and laughing mm -hmm. that i forget but i do i just my normal stuff and i do that's another thing like when i get a lot of people in there I try to answer as much questions as I can, but then you get the trolls asking rude questions. And then you don't answer those and they're like, why aren't you answering me? Why aren't you answering me? So that gets annoying. But um, I, I try to respond to everybody and engage because when you go into these other lives that have like 1K, 2K, like you can't even get your word in. And how are you supposed to get to know your followers? How are you supposed to get to know these people? Like I like the intimate small lies because you can interact with them and you get to see who they are as a person and not be yeah. like, Oh, well I'm some big person on TikTok. Like I'm too good to talk to everybody. No. Right. And, and I don't, I think I told you this. I've only gone live a couple times. I don't, I, I don't know. I guess I just don't have, I don't, I don't have the live personality that people look for. I don't know, but like, I don't, I don't get a lot of people in my room and maybe it's because I don't do it a lot. So you should jump and in so my live. You should jump in the box and we'll get you used to it. At first, it's super like, it's, it's, when I first did it, it was very intimidating, like very intimidating. And I was nervous. But you have to keep doing it because you'll have those yeah. repeat people going in there and eventually you'll be like, oh, hey, I know you. You were in here the other day. Like, hey, what's up? How's your day? And it's kind of like this. You don't get to see them. 
So that's like when, when I told you I was nervous about coming onto your, your podcast and you were like, why? It's so easy. And I'm like, I feel like being live is easier than this or it was, but you just talk and you meet people and they'll keep coming back and then you'll be like, Oh my God, it's like nothing. Yeah. 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 I don't know what it is. I guess a lot of the time I'd find myself talking to myself. Like there'd be no one in there. Well, you kind of are. No. Right. Well, but I mean, I don't have any comments to read. I don't have anything to answer. So I'm just like, okay. And then someone else, you know, I'd be on a subject, say I'm talking about this podcast, but then I notice, oh, one person's in here and then it goes to zero. So then another person comes in. I'm like, okay, now I got to repeat myself. Hey, I'm talking about da da da. So it's like, it can't, it never, it just hasn't worked out for me. You should try it. Try it. Share it with me. I'll, I'll go in there. I don't even, do you have boxes? Do you even know? I, I don't know. All right. Well, well. Whenever you want to go live, let me know. I'll go in there. I'll comment, and then you can put me in the box if you have boxes, and it make it easier. I get to know people. Okay. So. Okay, we'll do it. Yeah, it's so easy. It's so much fun. Like I've uh, met so many people. I don't. Do you know Web Nation? I do not know. He's in my boxes a lot, and I met him, and I met so many other amazing people that I'm going to meet in Vegas. Um, and they're just like good vibe people. Like, so when you say boxes, is that like a, a guest to yeah. come in? Yeah. So you, okay. you've been in my lives where I'm in the center and then I have two, three or have you been in there where I have other people in there? Yeah. Yeah. So those are the boxes and I have three. So I usually, you know, we'll, we'll just get a whole bunch of people. Were you in there last night? We were throwing popcorn in the air in our mouth. No, I was, uh, I was working the seven dust show. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't on anything last night. So we do like funny stupid little things we were just like throwing popcorn like okay we're gonna make this into a game we're like this is what happens when you get older and you don't go out this is what it leads to tiktok live and see who can get three goldfish in their mouth in a row (laughs) nice (laughs) (laughs) and you know it's weird so you brought that up but i always catch myself and i guess a lot of other people do too because typically these lives will have thousands of people in them but it's the one and you've probably seen them but they set up this this whole, I don't know what you want to call it, but they use ping pong balls and they try to bounce it off plates yes. and then, like the ultimate goal is to land it into like a cup or something. And and for some reason I catch myself and I'm like, this is kind of cool. I want to see if he makes it. And so I'll sit there and watch it. And the same thing with people who do open up Pokemon cards. I know nothing about that game. Like I know you do, nothing. I've ne- You do these weird little things and like people came in they're like wait a minute i just came in and see three grown women throwing popcorn in their mouth like what is going on here (laughs) yes i mean it's that's what it is i don't know why and i can sit there and there's this one person i mean he's probably i'm thinking he's like the biggest card pokemon guy on tiktok i know he's verified and has like 20 million followers or something but all he does is he spins a wheel and it's either he opens it or he cuts the pack before he opens it. And so you never know. And I'm always sitting there. I'm like, oh, man, did he cut up a, an expensive card? But I <sighs> wouldn't even know if it's an expensive card. Because he's not showing I, you. Because <laughs> yeah, well, you don't know well, he does. It. He opens it after he cuts it, but I know nothing about it. I don't know what card's worth what. You know what I mean? I've never done anything with oh, that game. But have, I find myself watching it. You'll have to share that with me because my youngest son and my middle one is all about Pokemon cards, and I know nothing about it. So you'll have to share that with me, and then I'll have to show him okay. that time. Um, but there's another live, and it's usually you're two hours behind, right? Yeah. 
Okay. So, um, so it's like six o'clock my time. You probably won't be awake, but there's this guy in Venezuela and he feeds birds. Have you ever seen his eyes? Is it the hummingbirds? No, I've seen that one. That is cool. I've seen the video. I want to see okay. the live. I've seen that one, but this is like the blue macaws, you know, from the the movie Rio. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a kid movie. So he feeds those out on like his roof and just hundreds of birds just come and he feeds them out of his hands. So cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to share his profile with you, but you're probably sleeping once his live is on, but it's, it's pretty freaking cool. So you see some weird things. Actually, I think the later you stay up, like through the night, depending on where you are, like you see some weird stuff. And see, and that's most of the time I, when I'm looking at people's lives, it's at nighttime Yeah. because I work all day. So, and then I wait until, you know, everybody's sleeping. So then I'll, you know, when I sit down and actually have some time to relax, that's when I'll go on people's lives and see who's on. And a lot of the time it is like people from other countries because for them it's morning. And one thing, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it's always people like, putting makeup on and I'm just like, I don't want to watch people put makeup on. Like, no. How did my, how did that end up on my feed? Like, <laughs> it's not, you I, know? I've done that, but then it leads into like the nasty comments and you know, that I don't really want to answer. So I don't even do that anymore. I did it yeah. once and I was like, yeah, no, that's not for me. Yeah. Well, awesome. So I have a, a lightning round. And it's just some basic questions that I want to ask you, and it's kind of to get to know you a little bit better, if that's cool. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your favorite movie and TV show? Ah, Dirty Dancing and Grey's Anatomy. Nice. Okay. I've never watched Dirty Dancing all the way through. I'm guilty. (laughs) Yeah. We can't be friends. I'm sorry. I, I know who's in it, and I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never watched it fully through. Oh, my God. So. I could watch that movie literally all day, and it never gets old, ever. Okay. Eventually, I'll get to it. And I'm a big movie buff. That's what's funny. It's I literally love movies. Like, that's my thing. And I just haven't watched that one all the way through. It's a classic. you got to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, what is your favorite food? Uh, lasagna. Okay. That is, is my that, favorite one. Are you part Italian by chance, or is it just because you no, love it? Just because I love lasagna. I'm actually Puerto Rican and Mexican. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm Mexican and, and uh, Caucasian. So okay. Okay. Yeah, I know the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad is is Mexican, hundred percent, and my mom is Puerto Rican. I've, okay. I've never been to yeah. Puerto Rico or Mexico. Hmm. Yeah, my mom's Mexican and my dad's uh, uh, Caucasian. So. Okay. Okay. Yep, I'm pretty much a mutt because I have a little bit of everything in me. Okay. But those are the two main, <laughs> the I, two main ones. I don't look anything. I think like my family, so I always joke around with my mom, and she gets really mad. And I tell her, I was like, maybe I was switched at birth, or maybe I was really like adopted. <laughs> <laughs> not adopted, not adopted. I was switched at birth, but actually, you know how that that happens. Sorry, not the adoption thing. Yeah. Um, they switched at birth, like in the in the uh, baby room, they swapped me by mistake. Yeah. But that would be crazy because I'm so light skinned. I don't look Puerto Rican or Mexican. No, you don't. No, my cousins are all dark skinned, black hair. Like they look Latino and Latina, and I they call me gringa. 
And what about your boys? They look like white boys. <laughs> oh. So, okay. but my, I mean, my that... but my little one. So my middle one. So their their dad was Irish and Native American. Um, so my middle one takes after his dad. Sorry, complete Irish. Um, and burns burns. He goes into the sun and he's just like a lobster. My my oldest one, he tans a little bit, but they all have two of them have blonde hair. Very and he tans very well. My little guy, he's got the dark skin, the dark hair, and he looks more of the the Spanish. Okay. And what ethnicity was their father? The, they were, um, he was Irish and uh, Native American. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Oh, gosh. Well, where I really want to move to right now is Florida. I know there's another place I could do, but that's where I really want to go just because my family's there. Okay. I actually would love to move to Florida as well. Either that or North Carolina I'm looking at as well. What's in North Carolina? Uh, my sister's there. Oh, okay. And she's about to have her first baby. And oh. honestly, I want to live somewhere near the beach. I'm more of a beach person than I am a mountain person. Yep. And so that's, I just, I lived in California for a couple of years. Absolutely loved it. Um, and I'm over the snow to be completely honest as yeah. well. So it's expensive. So, yeah. I have family in California too. And I used to live there, um, for a little bit, but one, there's too many earthquakes. It's expensive. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I was like Florida a little better and I do need to be by the beach. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And what is your favorite genre of music? I kind of listen to everything. Okay. Everything. The only thing I do not listen to is the hardcore heavy metal. Like I can't. Like I love country. Um, I like R and B. Like old school. I listen to anything really. I'm not picky at all. Okay. And are you a go out to eat type of person or a stay at home and cook? Stay at home. Okay. Yeah. And finally, who is your favorite TikTok creator? Oh gosh. I don't know. I don't really have one. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I do. I do have one. And this girl can dance. Oh, what the heck is her name? Hold on. I have to look her up. Okay. <laughs> can I do that? Yeah, of course. All right. So let's see where she is. Um, she's verified. I think it's SJ. Yes. SJ. SJ Blue. Hmm. Have you seen her? Yeah, I've never seen her. Uh-uh. Oh, this girl can dance. Like, she's young, too. And I was in her, I used, I followed her when she was very small, like a small creator, and then she kind of blew up. Um, I'll share some of her videos. Like, this girl can dance. Like, I just love how, I wish I could dance like that, but I think she's one of my, my, my all-time favorite dancing TikTok creators. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's been so much fun, and uh, you're I knew this was, see, was it as hard as you thought it was going to be? <laughs> no, I was, stress, I was stressing out for nothing. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to talk about? But I had a lot of fun and I definitely will do it again because it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. So. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome anytime. And, you know, you're just, you're so much fun to talk to. Your personality's amazing and you're so easy to talk to. So hopefully I was easy to uh, yeah. converse with as well. And yeah, you're welcome back anytime. So. I really appreciate you coming on and this has been a blast. Yay. 
and thank you for having me. I was actually, I felt kind of honored when you came in. You were like, Baylor Podcast. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> well, you're very welcome. And I'm sure we will continue to talk. Absolutely. 100%. All right. All right. Dick All right. talking. Good night. A dick talking. Dick talking with Kevin Hughes. Hazi, Hazi, Hazi. What a fun person to talk to. I had such a great time on this episode. She's such a nice, kind, and polite person. And we talked about Vegas a little bit, and it was amazing. I got to meet so many people, influential people, successful people, and fans. And I got to sign some autographs and take some pictures. That was so much fun. I hope you guys really loved this episode as much as I did. I always love everything. So every every one of these episodes. But... I really appreciate all you guys who stuck around till the end. And as always, next week I will have another fun, exciting guest for you. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We'll see you guys later. Bye bye now.